everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Anime Jam Session, episode number 473. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigogami. And we're glad to have you all here tonight. So, how is everybody doing tonight? Eh. Eh. Autumn sleepy. And as I'm advertising the show, of course, it, the, 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 the advertisement that we're live is, was, was denied in the consolation, as I said it would. So now I have to copy and paste everything and move it over. Ugh, it's absolutely nuts. I will do that in just it, it, in just a bit when I actually have a little bit of free time to do so. Because I finally got hit with the new Facebook um layout, which I've been pushing off. Now, every, as Facebook says, you can still have the old layout till I think till September, where it was mandatory. There are a couple of add-ons where it will keep pulling the old layout. And I like it. Evidently, there was an update on the back end that broke the plugin, so now I'm stuck with the new layout. Now, if reading your wall was the new layout, and the left and right columns were the old layout, I would be I perfectly be happy with that. I wouldn't have any problems with that at all. You know, but according to the geniuses at Facebook, they actually believe that you know. What you want to look at on, 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 your, on your app, you want that same layout on your, on your computer, which I don't. Now, if it was a layout similar to how they have on the Windows um, app, then it wouldn't be so bad. So. Volume modulation. Okay, hold on here. Yeah. So th this is what we're going to do. Since there is some audio issues, I'm going to do a slight adjustment. Hold on. I guess this is the end of um, voice. It's fixed now. I just had to make that one setting change. And to be perfectly honest, if I for, if I if it was totally blank, I could just download the, the the stream and just rip the audio track and call it a day. So, but everything is is basically smooth. So you know, please continue. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah. So I set up um the appointment for my next tattoo. Mm. I'm, you know, not like I'm addicted to tattoos or anything. Uh, <laughs> it's a very yeah. complicated piece and it needs to be done in phases. Well, no, um, I just found another piece that I wanted. Uh, I'm finally, oh, okay. I'm finally breaking down and getting uh, my mental health tattoos. So I'm looking forward to that. How many are you planning on getting? Um, it's gonna be two. Um, I'm finally getting my, um, yeah. No, we don't have to talk about this if you don't want. Well, no, I'm just, okay. I, I'm finally getting, um, the, 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 I just, um, I lost it. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm finally getting my semicolon tattoo. Oh, okay. Um, but that's like really, really teeny tiny. 
so uh, I'm actually getting um, another tattoo as well on my wrist. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it shouldn't take too long. Um, so it's actually probably going to be my cheapest tattoos, which works out for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically it. Um, other than that, just hanging out around the house and uh, trying to keep sane. Or as sane as possible, I should say. Sanity, what's that? Yeah, um, not a whole hell of a lot of that going around right now. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, I've, I've been playing a game uh, that uh, I will be going on a date with Satan. Why are you going out on a date with your father? I'm I'm calling I'm call I'm calling um Steve Wilkos, okay? I'm calling Steve Wilkos. Uh let's not bring that into it. <laughs> nobody nobody needed to uh, you know, say that F word. <laughs> I don't know where the hell you've been. <laughs> but I've I've been around, I've known you long enough. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I, I've, just, I've been playing this damn game, and it's absolutely ridiculous, and I love it, and basically it's one of those dumbass, um, like, it's, it's not a dating sim, mm -hmm. because you're not actually competing against any of the other characters to go right. on dates with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you get to a certain level with them and more conversations open up and then those conversations lead to dates. Oh. So you're basically, it's a harem game. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I guess I'm totally and completely okay with that too. But um, like you're, you're in a dorm and your dorm mates are all demons. Um, and they're all demons based on the seven deadly sins. Oh boy! Uh, but they're also um, basically all incarnations of the devil. Uh, so you have Lucifer and Satan and Beelzebub, and it's it's absolutely ridiculous. But I'm enjoying the hell out of playing it. Well, that's good. Itchy go. How was your week? How was your day? Doing okay. Um, working hard or hardly working. Ha ha ha. Um, I am currently uh, sewing a lot and um, working on patterns. I have a collection that I want to drop of like Halloween for Christmas. So I know it has kind of like spooky holiday vibes or like Halloween for the holidays is what I'm really calling it. Mm -hmm. um, because I'd like it to be Halloween from August until forever. You know, to August, till the next August. You know, let's just have spooky all the time. So um, I'm okay I've been spooky all the time, right? Lord. So I've been. Um, I know I'm not very spooky today. Today I went a little bit more mellow, more chill, more like cafe vibes. But I have a collection I want to drop then. So I have been working in CAD software, which for those of you who want to be computer nerdies, um, is computer aided design software. And I've been basically making patterns for the sizes of the garments, like the clothing that I want to make. So it's oh, been really nice. cool. Um, and it's enabled me to open up to 
size a bigger size range because I am not having to make them from scratch. Uh -huh. So it's been kind of nice. Um, other than that, I've been just thinking out my studio a little bit more because there are spaces in the studio that I would like to maybe like put a desk on some risers or mm -hmm. give myself more space in areas. So that's an always ongoing evolution though, especially when you spend a lot of time in it. It's kind of like spending a lot of time in your own head and we know that that can be quite dangerous. So, <laughs> um, basically slamming my head into walls here, but you know, we work with it. We, we adapt. So I've been doing a lot of that and uh, it's yeah, it's just been a lot of sewing and patterning and doing all that kind of stuff. I've seen a lot of friends and a lot of um, cosplay friends kind of doing their huge thing this fall, but I I don't know. I just haven't I haven't been inspired to fall back into cosplay. But um, <laughs> so I haven't really been doing that a lot recently. But I have been hosting uh, streams and stuff. I've I've That's good. I've been streaming on a better schedule now, um, where I do like two days on one week, and then the next week I'll do a weekend day, and then the next week after that I'll do the next two days again. Um, and that's been going pretty well. I feel like that'll help a lot with burnout. I think mm -hmm. I mentioned that before. Um, and I'm hoping that it gets uh, a little bit more like structured because mm -hmm. I feel like that's what I've been missing a lot of is the structure. So yeah, that's pretty much been it is trying to get myself back into a schedule that doesn't burn me out and trying to get this work done so that once I can get all the materials purchased, I can just bang it out and I'll have a bunch of different styles and different fabrics and stuff for people. So I'm just really excited about it. It's something like getting me back into being excited because I know a lot of us out there, we care about you guys. Um, it can be really hard to not be a couch bump on a log and wow. just doom scroll all day. I mean, uh, you guilty. Girl is guilty. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, look. To be perfectly honest, the reason why I doom scroll is because I don't know if I want to go go over to my bed and watch more anime, catch up to what's on the DVR or game. Because I know if I catch up with anime or something on a streaming service, I'm probably going to pass in and out of consciousness and be like, Fuck, I'm going to have to rewatch that episode or something like that. Gaming? Oh, I'm probably not going to leave that seat. But if I know I'm going to be gaming for a while, I am moving the chair over. And since my floor is not even, it's just going to be like, oh, this is going to be kind of fun. But, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've been gaming on a few different things. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't get as much of the uh, endorphin rush as a lot of people do, I guess, out of gaming. No. So I'll do Among Us for a few hours every week or so, but I don't really play it a lot anymore. Um, I'm still having problems trying to stream it with my setup. So mm -hmm. we're working on that. Thanks, Ranma. You're super awesome. No problem. Super helpful, boy. Um, but I definitely, I've been kind of kiboshed trying to do any gaming when it comes to streaming. So I've just been really focused on trying to uh, script myself, get some scripts written up for um, hopefully, hopefully, pray for me, <laughs> cosplay gods, pray, pray for me, sewing gods and tailoring gods. Um, I'm trying to get up some good scripts for doing some videos. So I'm working on those right now. I have a few. I'm still working on more. Um, it's one of those things where I'm one of those people I like to kind of assembly line things. Yeah. So I'll do a lot of the same step, 
at one time and then I'll move on to the next. Um, so, you know, that's the, that's the process. We all have our own monsters to fight with and mine is that I like structure but I also am not a very good follower of it. So, <laughs> the fun, the fun chaos. I feel you, but I mean, I do get the aspect of some people in regards of the, um, like, endorphin rush for gaming. Me, it's just killing time. I just enjoy myself. I would say the closest thing to an endorphin rush is if I'm playing a game and I'm really enjoying the lore and the storyline and I can't get way to get back to it if I gotta stop and do something that I don't mind. Like, the last, like, since we're getting into my weekend day, you know, I've been... I've been, I've still been playing Halo. I'm on playing the Master Chief Collection, and and I'll say I find myself up to like 5 a.m. sometimes playing the game because it's like in between things I do during the day and basically after midnight I will spend maybe an hour, hour hour and a half watching anime or catching up with YouTubers. And then I'll jump on social media. Yeah. And then I will yeah, go back can, to... It um, can definitely end up yeah. that way where you just kind of... You find things that, like... I know, especially for those of us who are dealing with the fact of being unemployed right now, um, it is very easy to find those streaming services we kind of hold on to. Well, um, no. I, I, I can definitely see that. I, you know, I always feel better. And I don't know if it's just the way my, my brain functions, but, like, I always feel better when I make something and i know that computer for a lot of people the computer i know i'm so mm -hmm. old woo um but like the computer is a good place for a lot of people in the new generation the generations that grew up with it right because that's kind of where they've started to learn how to create but i tend to like to create in a physical way like something tactile but uh we could go on for that forever so let's you know ranma what's going well, on with you yeah, today yeah you know like i said you know i've been playing um halo the master chief collection and usually i find myself on the game around 2 2 a.m sometimes even later if i catch up with something on social media or i realize oh there's something i gotta do while i'm here so i'll toil away at the computer about it and you know and i'm and i'm honestly i got it on easy mode because that's what I prefer. So, you know, and I'm just enjoying the lore and the storyline. And it's getting, and sometimes it's a point where I got to find, I guess, stop point so I can go to bed. And I have my alarm set. And except for this morning, I overslept by like two hours. And I'm just like, well, fuck. But, you know, that, but that, that's neither here nor there. So, uh, let's see what else is going on here. Um, um, I got packages, so I order. I, I ordered a Cobra Kai shirt. It's still it's still in the package here, so I will probably wear it uh, on next week's uh, show. Um, I actually got some figurines in the mail. Um, I actually got. Um, okay, so there was a particular character from Dragon uh, Demon Slayer uh, Shinobu that I wanted. I pre-ordered it from from one site, and I forgot. A couple of months later, they sent an email out, you know, about pre-orders, and I jump on it, sold out. So I go to AmiAmi and order it, and I find out that a friend of mine is trying to track down this figurine too. And I'm like, you know what? I'll pre-order two. It'll be a Christmas gift. Done. So everything is all said and done until I go back to the other site to pre-order something else. I just happen to go into the folder where everything is for my pre-orders from this one company. 
I originally pre-ordered this Shinobu character uh, figurine back on their site back in May, and I totally forgot. So now I have three coming in if one's not here already. But on the plus side, the two extras are going to be Christmas gifts, so that's cool. I will do... Um, am I? Yeah, I will do an unboxing on that uh, during Geek Roundtable. Other than that, it's been pretty good. I also went out and got a new phone because T-Mobile was having a, a special where you upgrade to the S20. It was like $6.99 or something like that or $7.99. I got to double check with them. And it was like a $500 credit trade-in if you had an S10 or S8 or something like that. And at the time, my I'm looking at it. My screen is starting to go. So I'm like, this is a perfect opportunity. So I got that. And I paid the extra money for the screen protector which most people say you should never do because they're, they're rip-offs and they're cheaper online. For the record, it is. A glass screen protector is $10 online if you don't mind waiting a couple days with shipping. But here's the catch. I suck with putting screen protectors on. I will sit there and just be like, steady, steady. Just and, and you screw it up. Yeah, cause and you can't get the bubbles out, and it's like you have like two more chances, or else after that it's just stuck on it. You have to deal with it. Mind you, you there, there's probably people that you know that can walk over, slap it on there, and it's just done. And is how? So you know what? I paid the forty bucks for this. Now here's the catch. Yes, it's a glass tempered one, which is still cheap on Amazon. But here's the thing. Unlimited replacements through T-Mobile. So if it happens to crack, I can go in and they will replace it. And don't you know, I hadn't had the damn phone 24 hours. I dropped and cracked the damn screen protector. At least and I just shake my head at you. Well, I had to go. I, the funny thing is I had to go into the T-Mobile store anyway because you can't do the fingerprint uh, registration with these glass tempered um screen protectors it won't it won't it won't read so and i went over to do that today they did not have the s20 screen protectors in stock so i'm standing outside the t-mobile store trying to figure out is it worth me to walk down to the other one or just do my normal tuesday routine so i end up doing that and said maybe tomorrow i'll hop on the bus and go and go to another t-mobile store yeah there's one around the corner from my house but i don't like them so and I refuse to go, and I refuse to go back to that store. So, anywho, that has been my weekend day. So, that's it. Uh, housekeeping notes: um, We're still we still got new episodes coming down the pipe. Um, oh, that's been a clean break. That's perfect. Uh, we'll probably be taking our break, uh, most likely December fifteenth or December twenty second. We'll be gone for maybe about two, maybe three weeks and come back and do some 2021 shows. Um, we'll probably do like a funny Christmas special or something like that. You know, we'll figure things out. Uh, let's see what else do we have here. And don't forget, we we have premiered our new show on Fridays. It's me and Under the Pale telling war stories of working in retail, going to conventions and geek war stories. Super Grazer Brothers, we're here Fridays from 9 to 11. Come through, bring the popcorn, bring the tequila. Definitely bring the tequila because you're going to need it. <laughs> and I got some pretty good feedback from that. So, you know, it's going to just be warned. That show, my personality on that one is way different from what you see here. 
it's, it's like this. I'm I'm sure it is the no holds barred Ranma that y'all have been waiting for. Um, if it was truly no holds barred, I would be getting death threats. Okay. <laughs> and possibly be swimming in alcohol the whole time. Well, I might have to fancy myself a red solo cup just for that. This would be a case of like not even just a red solo cup. No, no, no. You need a red solo kitty pool, okay? <laughs> that's that's the kind of amounts we're talking here. I mean, basically. <laughs> Wasn't that that one magfest we went at? No, wait, that was the hot tub full of alcohol. Yeah, you you got to <laughs> understand between me and UTP, we have maybe about. 30 to 35 years of geek convention and retail knowledge and stories. So, yeah, I'm, I, I will, uh, yeah, and if you come join us and if you ask Pale, he'll probably tell you what he is drinking while he's doing the show. So, you know, take notes on that. <laughs> okay, enough about that. Uh, next up is Geek Roundtable. We talk more, a little bit more about geeky stuff we've been doing during the week and sharing off cool geeky stuff. So, Ari, what you got? Uh, well, I got something I want to show off for all of you today. It's mm -hmm. uh, something I've been planning. I've uh, had planned for a long time. It's something I had, you know, gift certificates for, mm -hmm. and uh, I want to show you all of it right now. Okay. Ooh. New tattoo I got today. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, it took about two hours or so to do the uh mm -hmm. i got it done at a local place 12 ounce studios near me nice. and uh well <clears throat> it was supposed to be a shadow that had that phrase on it but uh he had contacted me and said yeah i tried doing a different a couple different ways and uh it doesn't look nearly as uh, good as i thought it was so mm. one of the designs he pitched was uh this one with the uh you know, with the design wrapped around it, a quill like a banner, and uh, I just expect it just to be flat color. So I, I got a, so you know, good for him for doing all that uh, extra work, like extra detail, and I'm very, very happy with the final result. Mm. That's so yeah, good. good. I'm sorry. What? That's that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, came out much better than intended. Gave the guy a nice tip, and well, yeah, just been taking care of it, making sure it doesn't get too scuffed up. Okay. All right, Mako-chan, what are you? Which Funko Pop is this when you showing up this week? Yeah, so continuing on with the Halloween spoopy uh, display, um, I'm displaying my Funko Pop for mm -hmm. death. Uh, she is one of my favorite comic characters, be that, you know, DC or just in general. Um, she's also one that I have cosplayed. Nice, so uh, nice. I, I eventually will cosplay her again because she's just really, really fun to get in character for. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so Halloween spoop, you have death. <laughs> And and you can't beat a cosplay that is basically a tank top and jeans. No, and I at one point did have the top hat to go with it, 
and I wore my black leather trench coat. Um, it's such a fun cosplay because one, it's so easy, and two, it's death. Um, I enjoy death so much that there is a manga based on the character where she is not a magical girl, but she's dressed in Lolita and it is the most adorable, uh, like outfit, um, that I think she wears. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I have to find the manga again. Like mine got water damaged during a flood. So now I have to find it again. Um, which might be a little bit, uh, might be a little bit difficult. I know that feeling. Yeah, that sucks. But yeah, death. Mm. And as uh, VX8 uh, says here in our chat room here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, now Vertigo slash DC Death is definitely the version of the entity I'd want to escort me to the afterlife. I, I am really, really, really hoping that her character is touched on more in the series Lucifer. Yeah. Um, like they have played around doing little like homages to the various other characters in Vertigo and DC. Um, but they have hinted at least at death, and I really, really, really would love to see them actually pull her into the series, even though the series is ending. Like, I want to see, you know, even if it's just the last little bit of the very last episode and death appears and, like, pulls him back to hell. Mm. I just, I, I, I want to see death on some sort of screen. Better than nothing, you know? Fair. Yeah, I mean, I know that they're supposed to be doing an animated series for Sandman. That's been in talk for years. Um, so I wouldn't mind seeing her in that incarnation, but I really, really would like to see them um, do something live action uh, with at least this character. Hey, I'm all for it. Ichigo, what do you have this for this week's uh, Geek Around here? So, uh, for this week's Geeky Roundtable, I have one of the little aprons that I've designed and made. Um, yeah, so it's like a little heart front, and it has pockets, which is where my mic pack is right now, so sorry if there's any weird noises for me jumping around, but yeah. Um, it looks nice. It does. It's nice. It's comfy, and um, it, it has pockets. So, what could you love less? It has pockets. Everything with pockets is always good, as long as they're functional pockets. Looking at you, fast fashion. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so I, yeah, it was a fun thing to design. And it's comfortable to wear. So, it's super fun. You know, I, I'm looking at that, you know, and, you know, I, because I, I realize. The, the apron you wear is is slightly it's like a little bit different from what you normally wear, and I'm suddenly reminded no I'm suddenly reminded of uh, Tyler's latest video, and the fact that she's wearing the red Lolita dress and I'm just like, oh shit's going to be good on this video, and she delivered. Ah, uh, I don't recommend watching it. Unfortunately, it's got a lot of bad blood, so uh, it's not a good time to step into the culture right now. No, no I'm just saying she was extra salty because I'm like the fact that 
she's wearing the red one as opposed to her other mm-hmm. dresses where they're all kind of similar in color. I'm just like, oh, okay. All right. You know. She did something you're not supposed to do as a broadcaster, though, which is necroing old content that had already been solved personally. So it's it's one of those situations that I'm going to leave the bear alone. I would rather yeah. not poke it. I mean, I look at it this way. If you're going to do that, as long as it's viable to what you're discussing to make a point, then I think it's fair game. But if you're just bringing it up just to bring it up, don't do it. You know, it's a bit of a thin line there, you know. It's a it's like difference between, you know, ranting and raving about something for no apparent reason or as opposed to, you know, explaining why you're mad about something with various reasonings and stuff, you know. Kind of sort of. I feel like a lot more of this is just dependent upon the situation, like the environment and what Mm -hmm. the item you're talking about is. Because there are quite a few of her rants that have a lot of a lot of logic and a lot of reasoning and a lot of research behind them. Mm -hmm. Um, But unfortunately, this was not one of them. This one was emotion and you could see it. You could see it in her face. You could see it in her mannerisms. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, when it comes to emotionally heavily emotionally sentimentally or Mm -hmm. um like tying a deep friendship or something into a broadcast mm, it it can be a double-edged sword like you said it can be quite a double-edged sword but yeah there's definitely a look that when you are wanting to address a certain subject this is why we kind of talk a little bit about why certain public figures will well like a red tie instead of a blue tie or something like right. that. Clothing can have power. Mm-hmm. It definitely can. Yeah, and also on top of that, when we discuss certain topics and fig people on the show, we try not to go too, too far into it. We just want to just, here's the meat and potatoes of it. That's it. We try not to go too far off the beaten path or as we continue to see what's going on, we're like, you know what, we're just going to leave it at that and just keep going. Like, yes, we did mention a certain voice actor in passing recently because it was kind of relevant. If that voice actor pops up again, and I know if he does, I'm going to get linked to the video, and it's a good possibility we're not going to bring it up because there is no relevance to it at that point. So enough about that. So, as I, in regards to uh, my Geek Roundtable, yeah, I'm back in, I'm playing, um, uh, why am I going to say Doom? I did play a little bit of Doom Eternal, it's alright, but I've been playing more Halo, and I find myself slightly off when I was playing Halo and switching between Halo and Borderlands, because if you don't know, in Halo Master Chief Collection, there's like 10 different like controller layouts and I need one with zoom and it's like it it's very reminiscent of how I play um Borderlands but you know except for the fact that in Borderlands and most first person shooters you click the left button the left controller stick down and you can push forward to run you can't do that in Halo I think you can with a specific button layout but I it, it's very off-putting for me, so it's, I'm not used to it. But given how the game is and where I'm playing, it's not that big of a deal. It's not. It's I'll get, I'll get used to it. So you know, um, still try, I'm catching up with anime. Um, I just started one called Serve, Servant X Servant Service. It's basically a a slice of life anime of three 
civil service workers work, working in a, their local ward in Japan. So it's kind of interesting. If you've ever watched um, Blend S or Wagnaria, Lucky Star, or Azamangadayo, I, I think you'll enjoy it for the most part. And also... And you were telling me about that before we got yeah, on, right? Yeah, the entire it's only like tw- I think it's only twelve episodes, so you can just knock them out. It's all on um, Funimation. Now, also I mentioned earlier, you know, packages that I had gotten, you know, in the mail. So uh, right here is one box with two figurines in here, and what's funny is that because of the shipping issues coming out of Japan, you. You do have to pay extra to get your pack, get your get your goods. Like Ami Ami, it's basically an extra five dollars, and they send via DHL. Now, I think last week I'd shown off the Ronma um, organizer holder. I think by default that was being shipped by FedEx Internet FedEx International. That's fine. Uh, Tokyo Otaku Mode gives you the option if you want it shipped via um, DHL or you can wait. What happens is they send stuff and batches over and then it's normal FedEx delivery. And I'm like, That's well, what they asked me about my uh, about my Goku and Gohan figures. Yeah. I'm like, well, these figurines here are for me. They're not gifts. So I am going to I'll wait for it. And it just rolled right right behind each other. As for the Ami Ami one, I actually had no idea, so I'm like, I'll just pay the extra five bucks. So let's see. Let's see what we got here. Um okay. Um I got a postcard of a panda. My receipt. Oh, it's only one figurine in this box. Ah! It's this one. It, okay. I thought this one would be on back order for a little bit while longer. Um, There is another is an anime called Bang Dream that's out. It's basically like Love Live, except that it's a, it's a rock band is basically what it is. And I've been watching the series, and in this one, there's like different bands... And my favorite band is Rosalia. Their style of music is basically like Guilty Kiss. But outside of that, I think it's more like a harder rock to it. It's really it's really good. And I got a figurine of the main character, uh, the, main, the lead singer of Rosalia, Yukina Minato. So that's pretty awesome. I'm going to have to post a picture and tag my Bang Dream friends and be like, look what came in the mail today. Now, what's funny was that, not funny, but what's interesting is that this figurine was sitting on Amazon for about $40 over the summer. Now, I only reason why I went and opt to get that through Otaku Mode, because number one, it was $20. Number two, there is an Ochako figurine that I also pre-ordered and I had points so between redeeming points and the two figurines it came out to be to between 40 and 50 dollars worth shipping so it wasn't so bad so I didn't mind waiting so now I just have to actually get around to 
putting them on display. And I realized that my second shelf, which is full of mostly Yohane and Nozomi figurines, that's going to end up becoming my idol shelf because uh, Mio is there. So now I got to make room for for Yukina. So that that's going to be fun rearranging all of that. So you know. All right, so enough about uh, Geek Roundtable. And don't forget, uh, you can catch us here every week, uh, Tuesdays, 9.30 to 11, Eastern Daylight Time, Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. We're part of the Voice of Geeks Network, vognetwork.com. You can also uh, watch them live at uh, Twitch TV slash Vogue Network with um, the Bobby Blackwolf Show at Orange Lounge Radio. And we're also on Discord, so you can find us at... Um, Vognetwork.com slash Discord. Every show that's part of uh, the Voice of Geeks Network has their own channel, so come through and hang out. All right, so first up, um, we have cancellations of conventions and so forth. Um, Mako, take it away. Yeah, so uh, I, I was not surprised at this one. Um, I'm actually not surprised at either one of them. Yeah. But uh, so... LA Comic Con has finally announced that they are canceling, um, I should say, rescheduling for next year. Mm -hmm. And YomaCon, um, this actually popped up about two or three weeks ago, and they only just uh, made the official announcement late last week, um, which surprised me given that um, all of the uh, attendees that were in certain, um, in, in the main, uh, convention hotel had right. started to get their money back. Um, so anyway, so LA Comic Con uh, is being rescheduled for 2021. It will now take place uh, the weekend of September 24th through 26th. It was originally scheduled for December 11th through 13th of this year. Um, they Th this convention, they were actually basically saying we're going to continue doing it. We're going to, you know, we're, we are going to have this convention. Um, but I'm guessing that was mainly because of Force Majeure, uh, mm -hmm. which the uh, California governor basically said, uh, no, um, screw that. Yeah. So at this point, anybody that purchased tickets for the 2020 uh, Los Angeles Comic Con, those are automatically going to be rolled over. Uh, the guests that were scheduled are actually, um, it looks like they've already agreed to go for next year. Uh, so, you know, they're lucky in that, that they were basically just, you know, okay, well, we'll just do it whenever you're available. Um, and then for Yomacon, again, a complete surprise, like, or I should say, I'm not surprised that it's canceled, but um, more surprised at how long it took them to finally, you know, do their official announcement. Mm -hmm. um, it was supposed to be uh, Halloween weekend of this year. It is now Halloween weekend of next year. The badges, again, are going to automatically roll over. Um, and they're going, they, they're say, they've said that they're going to provide perks. For those that have already purchased the 2020 event, they haven't mentioned what those perks are, um, but they are, you know, the, this is one of the larger conventions, uh, so I'm not too surprised, but again, 
I, I don't know why they waited three weeks to make the official announcement. I don't know if they were waiting for something specific or what was going on. Um, but again, everybody found out because the hotel started refunding deposits. Um, they started getting emails about cancellations. So that's how everybody found out about it. Mm. Not that the convention sent out an email, not that the convention posted anything about it. The damn hotel is actually how they found out that there was, you know, going to be a cancellation of the uh, convention. Hey, when money's involved. <laughs> See, now, now I actually have a problem with that per se because this is not the first time something like this has happened. I think it might have been um, Anime USA. Their hotel did my, did that. If it wasn't Anime USA, it was a yeah, Ichigo. Yeah, it was that, that hotel. My thing is this: let the let the event runners know so that people don't freak out. Like I can tell you this right now. Most likely. The convention had no clue the hotel was sending the, was was doing it. And That's exactly right, Rama. Yeah. That's exactly right. Because yeah. a lot of it is that, unfortunately, in this case, that's a power play by the hotel. Yes. That's the hotel basically screwing the convention itself, mm -hmm. going either in front of them or yeah. and having arranged with them that within the contracts, right. within this tiny, tiny writing, that the hotel can cancel upon the event, and the event will get their money back. Right. But if the event cancels on the hotel, they're screwed. Yeah, my, and that's yeah. just, we've talked about mm -hmm. that before. Yeah, my thing is, is um, you know, this event is bringing a lot of money into the hotel, and we see we're under a pandemic here. My thing is, the hotel should have at least contacted the liaison saying, okay, within the next 24 hours, we're refunding at the rooms and so forth. That's it. Just a little... You know, I Okay, so in this case, again, I'm going to stress to you guys, like, we all love the community that conventions bring to us, but in the at the end of the day, they're a business. I we know. are numbers to them. I know. And they, unfortunately, are going to be in the case of... Oopsie! Like apologize after the fact, and it's right. not that they don't like appreciate us as mm -hmm. con goers, or that they aren't right. like volunteer, nonprofit, properly yeah, doing yeah, all know, their taxes yeah. and mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. to give back to the community. But in the same point, they are businesses, and oh, businesses I, okay. like to screw each other oh, on I, a regular I basis. I, I get that. I get that. I just also feel, you know, if this business, if the event is bringing in so much, you know, just yeah. kind of. It's one thing. No, it, it would be yeah. it would be morally better right. to Mo to align yourselves with the idea that maybe letting your customers know that right. they're getting their money back right. instead of the hotel going. So you have two hundred and fifty dollars back in your account, and you go, uh, but I have a hotel room, and uh, why am no, I getting this money now. back? No. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that, I mean, that, especially for events like Dragon Con, mm -hmm. where your hotel, you have to book, like, a year mm -hmm. in advance. And, and you it, have yeah. to have it locked yeah. down. It is as bad a bloodbath mm -hmm. as oh, any I... rare gown. No, 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 and... no, 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 no. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Um, normal convention booking. Mm -hmm. Zenkai Con hotel booking. Otakon hotel booking. Katsukon Hotel booking. Dragon Con Hotel booking. No, wait, wait, yes, wait, 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 hold on. Exactly, wait, 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 hold on, exactly. hold on, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I forgot one, I forgot one. P 
tax convention booking. Tax Dragon and Con. MAGFest. Because yeah. MAGFest yeah. is pretty damn bad, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and I think MAGFest did announce that they've rescheduled, or there was another big show that just did reschedule yeah, for that... summer of 2021 yeah. instead of uh, the beginning of 2021. Yeah. And, here's, and here's the um, thing. And here's the thing. If the hotel cancels, and it's like, you contact the con, what the hell? The con's like, uh, well... The con should simply go. Looks like they're refunding back. We apologize for that. Looks, we're we're gonna get to the bottom of this and let you know. At least say something instead of being quiet about something. Address it basically. Yeah. Address mm-hmm. it instead of just kind of apologizing yeah. after the fact. Mm-hmm. But you know that's but, you know, part yeah, of it. I, that's yeah, part of the yeah, business mm-hmm, of conventions. Right. Is mm-hmm. unfortunately. There are times where events should step up and be like, hey, our bad. Like, we are working it out behind the scenes, but it seems like some of the stuff, some of the messages got misconstrued, miscommunicated, Mm -hmm. and news went Mm -hmm. out, or Mm -hmm. refunds have started to come to you guys. Like, don't be worried about it, but this is what's happening. So, you know, I agree. I agree. After the first couple people found out, like, hey, wait, I think the hotel's giving our money back. Like, is anyone else just fine? Like, all it, some odd dollars back all it takes account. is just all it takes is one post in the official uh, convention Facebook group, and there's your snowball. Or in the or in the official Reddit, either one. Yeah. And I mean, on top of that, though, again, this is the first year that I mean, at least within this realm, that we're all experiencing mm-hmm. this. So this might also be a case yeah. of like people running the event actually not un- like things being miscommunicated because right. we are currently in a plague situation right. so That's- it is a first year that all of this is happening and while as a convention goer myself it sucks balls i will not put that politely yes. but at the same time they also like you have to think about the convention staffers who are also getting screwed by these hotels doing this basically behind the conventions back uh, yeah, or in front yeah, of their face yeah. Yeah, but anyway, mm-hmm. anywho, now that we got that debacle out of the way, uh, we're going to jump into another debacle. Ari, here's the paddle. Oh boy. Mm. Uh, anime voice actor Chris Thurman admits to sending nude posts, the uh, photos to Minor. Oh boy. And he says it is now deleted Twitter. It's all there. It happened. It wasn't an accident. So, voice actor Chris Thurman. Uh, Thurman admitted on his now-deleted Twitter account on Monday that he has sent photos of his private parts to a minor who was allegedly 15 years old at the time. In response to an anonymous twit longer post detailing the allegations against him, he tweeted, I have no rebuttal, I have no defense, it's all there, it happened, it wasn't an accident. He went on to say, all I can really say is I'm deeply sorry for how unforgivable, uncomfortable I made them feel. I was in a very dark place during this time, a near-decade-long relationship ended, still inexcusable. I had a long stand of doing this, even with all the high school friends on Facebook. I've since stopped this and have moved on from that hellish place in my life. Oh, boy. What what a charmer, huh? Yeah. Like, I mean, again. It's like, thir- like, like, like the third person that, like, you know, the third person like this I've heard of being, like, sexual deviants towards minors, like, in the yeah. last week. I mean, look, I I, I get it. These voice actors and actresses voice these characters that young people absolutely love and fall in love with. Sometimes it kind of, it kind of blurs. Re- yeah. You just got to know better. I mean, people need to stop wienering. I mean, God. 
A lot of it is that the adults just need to be held accountable. Yes. And they are now. Mm -hmm. Like, that's great. But the adults need to start holding themselves accountable. And it it sucks that we're having to go through this a lot, but we're going to have to go through it again. Um, you know, like, just... You have fans that are younger. Mm -hmm. And as a celebrity, it sucks that you have, like, a lesser amount of privacy. But at the same time, like, it's stuff like this, which is why... <laughs> um, yeah, it it can be kind of crazy, especially in the cosplay realm or when you're dealing with a lot of famous people that these younger generations kind of, they get like a little too close yeah, exactly. for comfort uh, yeah. with the person. Mm -hmm. And then they start, especially when some of these questionable people give out their phone numbers to fans. Right. I, 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 I get seen it. it. I, but I've at the same it. time. It's, you know, it's one thing where you meet a voice actor or actress, you see them on a regular basis at, at the cons you go to and you're hanging out with them. You know, it's one thing where, you know, there's at least three or four voice actors and actresses that I personally know that I've hung out with outside of conventions and I have their numbers and I talk to them on a semi-regular basis. It's just like we're friends, you know, it's another thing. Well, yeah. But you're also not receiving dick pics no! from a guy who's probably in his 30s to a 15-year-old girl. No. Yeah. Hi, I've been one of those 15-year-old girls before, and it is not something we're looking for. Thank you. Take it, pack it up, have a good day. Um, unfortunately, this is all a, a miscalculation of judgment, which he learned the hard yeah. way. And as an adult, he should know better. My anyway, thing, my thing moving is, on. I just, At the same time, and I've seen this happen, um, one, the, who, the, I should say, the adult in the equation mm -hmm. needs to actually think about this. But there are times when fans are so absolutely crazed over yep. a quote-unquote celebrity mm -hmm. That they just get really weird. Mm -hmm. um, like when uh, Kyle Abair was first doing, like when the first streaming stuff was first being done. Kyle TV. Um, yep. There was one particular person on his streams that went absolutely crazy and started getting like really, really shitty mm -hmm. with other people in the stream when he happened to talk to them. Um, very, very jealous. And I mean, she was legal, but just barely. And I think she came to Anime Next one year, and I had met her, and I, that that threw my vibe. I was like, whoa. That I mean, that isn't to, just... to the point to the point that she started actually dating another voice actor. Oh, and I think her. the only reason why she started dating him was to make Kyle jealous. Oh, yeah. Her. No, I mean, okay, I know you told me. I thought you meant the case, other. That's yeah, yeah. not. Oh, that's I, that's a case of of crazy uh, narcissism or or some type of nepotism or something where they want to own the voice actor or whatever. This yeah. is actually something that we're covering a lot in streaming culture right now because of the influx of people who feel ownership over people they have on stream and the fact that a lot of us streamers are quite self-deprecating mm -hmm. or will do stuff to get views especially new streamers up and coming streamers smaller like maybe not partner not affiliated whatever i'm a small streamer um but a lot of streamers feel 
exactly yeah. feel like they have to cater to trolls yeah. cater to these toxic personalities to drive these views but at the same time yes you do have the permission and the 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 uh, you are allowed to ban people like this right. do mm -hmm. not let toxic oh. trolls run your stream run your stream the way you're gonna run it right. from day yeah, yeah, yeah. one mm -hmm. ban that mf yeah. but anyway it's not, it's, that's a but, problem yeah, we're dealing with yeah, in but, streaming but, in general it's good it's good you're right you're absolutely <laughs> correct but i'm just like that's that was just way off kilter but that reminded me of something that I saw on Twitter yesterday. Someone made this tweet saying that streamers are not your therapists. And I'm just like, well, if that streamer is a professional therapist, it's a different story. But, you know, I totally get it. I'm here to stream and have fun. If there's bad shit happening in your life, I'm sorry. I just don't have time to give you advice. Now, if we're doing the show where we're just running our mouth and talking shit and you're having problems, then yes, I will gladly give you some advice. But that's not, neither here nor there. Anywho, now that we got... Well, well the, the point that I was trying to make, one, is that, you know, people can only take mm -hmm. a certain amount of, I guess, um, uh, uh, obsessed fan yeah. before they either a block them or b give in to them. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what area this particular one was in. Uh, whether this was you know something that he started or something that the minor started. Um, but either way, and I'm gonna say this, you know, with as much dignity as I can. Where the fuck was this kid's parents? That's a very good question. Now, I can tell you this right now. Because of the technology, most... Remember... Okay. We've all, ha we've all grown through this. Parents come home. They sit you down in front of the TV. You watch TV. You played Nintendo. And that was it. Replace... TV and Nintendo with internet and smartphones. That's it. There you go. That's well, what it no, was. I, I completely yeah. understand that. Mm -hmm. And and maybe it's, you know, just the age that I was, or maybe it was just my mom in general. Mm -hmm. Um, I can remember her sitting me down and saying, you know, especially when we got the computer mm -hmm. and I was going online constantly. Mm -hmm. You know, she sat me down and said, you know, all of this crap that I've been telling you and trying to teach you about strangers in real life, you're going to find them online. You're going to find them when you go out to these places. And you need to remember that just because they act like they're your friend doesn't mean that they're not still a predator. Right. This is crap that she sat me down we, we, and yeah. told me at this age. Yeah, and also... And, and, oh, yeah, go ahead, Rama. And also, I'm not going to sit here and say every kid's like that. I know... we. I, I, ha, I have a lot of weeb friends who have weeb children. The weeb children know better because, you know, they're together at the con and this and that. They know better as well. But also, That's you got... Brought up scene. Yeah, but also, on the same token, there are people who are not part of the scene whose kids actually know better and have common sense. So, you know, it's sort of like how, you know, 
I wanted to see as a kid Eddie Murphy Raw. I had to wait till a certain age where my mother thought it was okay for me to watch it, and I had to watch it with her. And then she's like, you know what? You can watch last half hour by yourself, you know. And I, and I understand I, why, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There are, there. unfortunately, Mako, I didn't get quite, kind of the same rundown, but I was also on computers mm -hmm. way younger than I ever should have been. And nowadays, the generations are being raised with computers that fall right into their hands mm -hmm. with little to no guidance of how to use them because they are, they are, like, for lack of a better analogy, mommy's respite kind of situation, parents' respite, because they can just sit their child in front of a game. That, and that, unfortunately... That, oh, go ahead, Ranma. That and technology has changed. Going from learning how to code on a computer to where here's a smartphone, here's the Angry Birds app, go have fun. Or there is that one gaming app with a chat room, like Among Us. There you go. See... Or Omegle, like yes. especially Among Us now because yeah. it's so proliferated. Yeah. I have played Among Us, and I've been in chats where there are people that are in their 40s, and there are people that are 15 to 16, maybe 13 years old that don't even have social media, mm -hmm. but they're playing Among Us, yeah. and it's worldwide. Yeah. Like they're not just talking to people in the states; they're talking to people in Asia, in in Europe, and all this other stuff. And they're like barely 13. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of those cases where. It's awesome the technology we have, but it can also be very scary, especially if you're a a parent or a guardian that is not a technophile or a techno literate person. Because I'm seeing a lot more where the things like, especially like TikTok or mm -hmm. Omegle or those other anonymous chatting apps that are being used for lols or memes. You know, there are also places where it can be highly dangerous, especially for the younger generation. But I think we're we're starting to get into that that area where we're starting to beat a dead horse. And you know, in this case, I just kind of want to end it with like, use adult judgment, use common sense. If you're a parent and you find your kid in this situation, solve it. Like that's that's exactly where I want to finish it. All right, and now we're going to jump ship to something else. Um, we're going to talk about the Digimon RPG for a brief moment because the game has been delayed till 2021. Um, all right, so you have um, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth and um, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory. Um, over 1.5 million copies have been sold but the third part, uh, Digimon uh, Survive, is being pushed to 2021 um, due to current world events. And let's be real, a lot of games have been pushed because of that. I mean, like Cyberpunk 2077 has been pushed. I can't think like I can't think of a few other titles that have been pushed. But the fact that people are now working from home. It's a little bit hard to collaborate to get the to get the job done, so it's gonna take a little bit lo a little bit longer. So, just be patient, and you'll have the game. In the meantime, you can pick up Cyber Sleuth, which is on the Nintendo eShop, um, and you can get it with Hacker's Memory. So, two for one special. That's not bad. The third the third one, Digimon Survive, you're going to find it on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And we're kind of hoping because of the delay, we'll see it on Xbox Series SX and PlayStation 5. And I thought I had updated. There we go. There we go. I'm going to update one more time. Uh, Ichigo. 
What's up with the, with the national NHK poll? If you're in love with Sailor Moon or you've been in the fandom for a while, you will be, oh, sorry, wrong article. Um, you will be excited with your favorite scout being supported. And you can definitely go to this article. There we go. And check out who is ahead in the mega poll. Choosing from hundreds of candidates for the best episode, character, and song. There's a lot of Sailor Moon out there. I don't know if any of you have been under an anime rock, but uh, it, it might be a small fandom. A little, you know, some about a magical girl, the moon, magic, all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah, every, every, uh, basically, nine, basically, 100% of the staffers here at Anime Jam Session are also Sailor Moon fans. So. <laughs> um, we like to sing about the moon and the tuna and the. Anyway, but the upcoming <laughs> All Sailor Moon Anime Megapole is the latest in the channel series of huge fan surveys asking loyal fans what they love best about their favorite shows and video games. And the results are being presented during a special program aired by the NHK BS Premium. Previous such polls have included Neon Genesis Evangelion, Final Fantasy, Pretty Cure, and all your other weeb shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> this poll is focused up solely on the original Sailor Moon anime, the one that aired from 1992 to 97, and the more recent Sailor Moon Crystal, which aired from 2014 to 2016. Fans can vote on their favorite character favorite episode, favorite song, and each category is subdivided by anime season, making it easier to hone in on your favorite out of the hundreds available. There's also a search bar to help you find what you're looking for, though, take note, the poll is Japanese only. So voting is open until the 23rd of November, uh, if you have a few minutes before the day of the turkey. Um, and the final winners will be presented during the All Sailor Moon Anime Megapole program, which is going to be presented by NHK BS Premium on the 5th of December. The article also has a link to the Megapole. If you are so inclined, I cannot read kanji, uh, hiragana, or katakana without a Google Translate. So uh, I'm not looking for that fun, but if you are a huge Sailor Moony fan, this is maybe not something to miss out on. And also, if you are going to do this, you can actually cut drop the link into the new Microsoft Edge. It'll auto-translate, provided that the kanji is not in an image. And it's actually pretty Or happy. if you're that much of a weed that you memorize the kanji for your character's name, just by, by shape alone, so... <laughs> I think I've painted Mercury on a vest once in kanji, but I don't know if it's the right one. Whoops. You'll find that sooner or later. Either someone's going to appreciate it or be offended. Yeah, basically. Mm. Okay, so uh, check this. Now, we've heard of Kazuna Ai. She is a um, virtual idol. So, I get off after my YouTube keeps saying this. Oh, God, I can't do that voice. This please don't. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> so what's happening is she is go she's going to do her second solo live concert called Kazuna Ai Second Live Hello World 2020. It's going to be free on her official YouTube channel called AI Channel and other streaming platforms. And this is going to be on December 29th, 2020. And I'm probably going to watch this because I like uh, idle music. 
And I like keys in an eye. There you go. It's been though her peak moment has still been when she's playing Resident Evil Seven and uh, said "fuck you" repeatedly to the <laughs> like, in response to hearing it on screen. <laughs> it's been two years since her first uh, concert, which was held in Tokyo and Osaka in December of 2018. While the first concert was held at the real venues, which was Zep Diver City Tokyo and Zep Osaka Bayside, the upcoming second concert will be held online due to the pandemic. And it will be called an XR Live, which aims to fuse the real and the virtual. Which I have this feeling of it's going to be like filmed, like the background and stuff like that, with the virtual on top, which is kind of, that's going to be kind of cool. So, so I'm definitely going to have to check this out. So this is this sounds to be r- really cool. And as Sia Tabiri says, now I have I Want to Be a Star from that first Sailor Moon U.S. album in my head. I just want you to know I had that album on cassette tape and I had the CD and I lost the CD during my move. I have the Lunar Rock album, the CD, lost that one, but I was able to recover, purchase another one on um, eBay for like 20 bucks because the original CD was going for like 60 or $70. I'm just like, Screw that. I have a feeling if I go into my old storage and clear it out, I might find it sitting there. So, you know. Anywho, uh, moving right along, we're going to be talking a bit about some Evangelion. Uh, Ari, what's this about a collab with a teddy bear? Oh, boy. So, let's see. The German-based world-famous stuffed toy brand Stife, S-T-E-I-F-F, has released collaboration teddy bear dolls based on characters from anime before, such as Sailor Moon, One Piece, and Sword Art Online. And now they got one based on Evangelion. Mm. Unit 1, that is. The Evangelion X Stife 2020 teddy bear is based on Stife's pop, popular model classic teddy bear 1909. Its left leg is embroidered with the symbol of nerve, to which the main characters belong, and a black and right leg, and the back and right leg are embroidered with emblem Ava 01. Use of orange for the claws and chest tag make it, bear, make it a teddy bear unlike any other. The price for this for the 2015 limited production item in Japan was uh, was 33,000 yen, which is about 313 U.S. dollars, and ship and shipping uh, and shipping is scheduled to begin June 21st, June 2021. June 2021. I get it right. <laughs> Pre-orders will still be accepted at Stipe's online store and Evangelion store online official website from 11 p.m. on October 26 to 11:59 on October 27th, and purchases will be chosen by lottery. So I'm assuming that uh, well, a they obviously they only have a finite amount to make, and uh, you put money down for your deposit, and if you don't get chosen to buy it, you just get your money back. Mm. That's what I'm assuming. Um, it's a depends on what's going on with it sometimes it's more like a pre-order where they don't pull the money until it's actually ready that's what it sounds like to me you just pre-order and if you win you get notification that they're going to pull the money from your account well if you want to drop 300 on a teddy bear be my guest uh, I will say that Stife Bears are one of the better quality um, plush type uh, 
bear out there. Um, I, I actually, I own one. It was given to me as a gift. Um, and uh, it, it's, I, I've had that thing for 20 plus years and it's still kicking and it's really, really well put together. So I, the price, I, yeah. the price I, I, I'm not too surprised over mm-hmm. um, one because of licensing and two it's it's one of the collector plush type things so yeah I, I'm mm-hmm. not surprised and, and also, I was gonna oh, go ahead and also Ari um, don't forget I mean there are people who have dropped almost a thousand dollars on ball jointed dolls because of the articulation and the quality and so forth. Remember, yeah. there has been a couple episodes. Just remember, there have been a couple episodes here where I have said, if I had the 600 bucks, I would have bought that Bulk's Sailor Venus doll and had it in my display case. I mean, and Ari's just, are, are you thinking like, uh, the, the soulless eyed devil children of ceramics? No, no uh, I just mean that, you know, uh, they're like, People have dropped lots of money into their hobbies. That's why I say crack is cheaper because you, you pick up something like that, you won't have any other money for drugs. Oh yeah, no, like, uh, and with this the Stife is is they're one of those companies that you can tell they're old school teddy bear pros mm-hmm. and the quality. I mean, I can just look at this it. This ain't from no building bear bullshit. Image, and they're well made, so. I, well, I, I stick all my money into cardboard crack. You know me. I, I, I will say this much. Like I said, this ain't no Build-A-Bear bullshit, but if they were to ever do a, a team-up with, with Build-A-Bear, if the employees there do not say get in the robot or something like that in regards to the Shinji Bear, I will be severely disappointed. I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone, like, designs a little cardboard EVA unit for their little teddy bear. Oh my gosh, that would be so cute. Yep, definitely. Alright, um, last article tonight is the Sailor Moon Eternal trailer. Take it away, Ichigo. All right. Well, Pretty Guardians are ready for a new battle in Sailor Moon Eternal Films' full trailer. Along with a new poster visual, visual, the official website for the upcoming two-part film, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon Eternal the Movie Mem... Uh, uh, sorry, I thought the title went on forever. <laughs> has posted a 60-second full trailer featuring its theme song, Sukiro China, uh, performed by the four-member Japanese idol group Memoro Clover Z, and we talked about this, I think, last week? Yes, but now And the anime's five main voice cast members, Kotono Mitsuishi, Sailor Moon, Hisako Kanemoto, Sailor Mercury, Rina Sato, Sailor Mars, Ami Koshimizu, Sailor Jupiter, and Shizuka Ito, or Sailor Venus. The clip begins with Super Sailor Moon and Super Sailor Chibi Moon's transformation scene, then showing the Pretty Guardian's struggles and determination for a new battle. It also includes a scene where Helios says, Help me, the Chosen Maidens, I have finally found you. In addition, it is announced that the 31-year-old fashion model actress Nanao, who voiced Bakarat in the 2016 film One Piece Film Gold as her first anime character role, is cast as the voice for Queen Nehelenia, 
And she says because it is her favorite series, she felt uneasy and conflicted at the same time. So she reread the original manga and rewatched the 1990s TV anime series and practiced her vocal exercises and thought about how to say her character's lines at home for the recording session. The upcoming films are based on the fourth Dead Moon arc of Naoko Takeuchi's original Sailor Moon manga and produced as the fourth arc of the Sailor Moon Crystal Web anime series. Its first part is set to be released in January on the 8th next year, and then the second part will follow in February on the 11th. Um, it looks to be in a very similar style, Sailor Moon Crystal, but I know it has been re uh, revisited and uh, kind of played around with a bit, so it is a mixture almost reminiscent of if you mash the 90s and the crystal together, it's got that kind of appearance. So I'm kind of excited to see it. I'm very kind of sort of mixed about it, and here is a picture of the poster, you know. I, I mean, I liked, I was more inclined of how they did it in season two, you know, the season two uh, animation style. It was still modern, but it still had that 90s vibe throwback. My issue in this one is they look like they're like 13 or 14 years old across the board. Yes, I know they're, they're supposed to be young teenagers but still you know they should look like they should be going they should be junior high going into high school not elementary going into junior high you know that was my only issue I'm going to watch the trailer later and hopefully they've kind of addressed that so alright and now that we got that out the way it's the part oh, hang on I forgot I was muted <laughs> no problem I was more curious about the scene of uh, Minako running away and she doesn't have her hair or the little bow in her hair, which uh, she never goes anywhere without. I'm like, oh, that's gotta have a story behind it. Mm. All right. So here's the part of the show, uh, Meanwhile in Japan, where y'all basically stick around for it and see our reactions to it due to um, Mako chan's deviousness. So, hey, it's not my deviousness. I just find news. Mm hmm. Right, you know which one I'm taking. Yep, and I know which one um, Ichigo is taking. Kitto, Kato! <laughs> so cute. I love Kit Kats. I'm sorry, I'm a big fan of Japanese Kit Kats and Kit Kat culture. It's 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 another world. Is it wrong I'm picturing like a little chibi Ichigo just sitting on the bed, just surrounded by different Kit Kats, and she's just throwing them up in the air, you know? No, 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 they I, used I, to be! A chibi flat-colored Ichigo walking around while... uh. The pastel background has you know, this falling Kit Kats all over. They you know, used that, to be that, my that favorite kind of candy thing. bar. They used to be for a while. They were my favorite candy bar for a long time. What happened? What something? I mean, I still like them. I just I, I'm always looking for other flavors. I've liked <laughs> Snickers. I've liked Twix. I like Kit Kat. She's not. She's not. An, she's not much of a Kit Kat otaku as she used to be. I'm an equal opportunity confectionery eater. There you Let go. Let me just say that. <laughs> your sweet your sweet tooth no, has no prejudice whatsoever <laughs> alright so I'm going to go ahead and take the first story which is a bold new restaurant policy that allows you to take leftovers home with you I'm, I'm about that life seriously they don't have that in Japan I guess it, no. no it's not a standard practice because it's waste Usually it's like here in the States where we've got parents that are like, eat all the stuff that's on your plate. The way that the Japanese uh, restaurant industry is, it's pretty much like 
you eat until you're full, and if there's stuff on your plate, you're not gonna take it with you. It's like all you can eat, yeah, like, but not. Eat, eat everything. There are starving children in insert third world country here. Right. Exactly. It, it's the shame. It's the shame culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talk about this a lot. Yeah. So that's basically the long and short of it. But now there is a chain of restaurants called Royal Host. Uh, they specialize in yosho Yoshoku, which is Western-style cuisine adapted to s for Japanese tastes. They just recently announced they're now allowing dine-in customers to take leftovers with them and giving them containers for them to do so, you know. But the reason why some restaurants don't do this, like we just mentioned earlier, you know, also health concerns. They feel that customers may get sick for not properly storing the food or refrigerating it when they, and so forth, you know. But some takeout places, when you ask for a carton, so there's usually some. Some will have like little instructions on it that remind you to refrigerate when you put it in, or will tell you this and that. Like when I before, when I used to get my food from Buffalo Wild Wings in the takeout containers, on there it would say, you know, how long you to microwave it or reheat it for, and they say this is good for X amount of days, which which is a good reminder. Because let, let's be real, if that container is still sitting in your fridge after a week, you might want to toss it. I don't think all of us have an ironclad stomach like me, so, you know. So, I think that's a, a, a really cool thing to do. It's also possible that businesses may have specialized licenses that the restaurants would need to get in order for them to continue to do this, but I'm all for it. So, whatever the argument is against doggy bags, you know, Royal Host has decided to make a change in this. In its announcement, the chain also decided a desire to comply with calls from the Japanese government's Ministry of Agriculture, Forestry, and Fisheries to work towards sustainable development goals by reducing food waste. Yeah, and I get that. You know, you're full. You know, they're like, no, you can't take it home. We'll properly get rid of it. But that's food waste. So why not take it home and eat it the next day? I mean, kind of. I mean, we've all done it. We've ordered out, brought food home, brought it into work the next day, call it a day. There are certain places that I've gone that mm. I know I'm going to have dinner and lunch at least the next day. Exactly. And places that have well, occasionally have special offers that buy one now, take one home later. Yeah. Yeah. And, Olive and, Garden was big on that for mm -hmm. a while. As far as that goes, in in the States, that is a much more common practice mm. to have big serving sizes and stuff. Right. In Japan, it's, it's not so really big. not. Yeah. It's literally, they... For, at least for me, they cooked like the perfect serving size, which I know for a lot of people would be too little in the States when we're used to eating large amounts of food. They pretty much just cook per order and they only cook like enough as a serving. Um, it, if it's a bigger serving or a specialty food, it might be a little different. Or in the case of like sushi and stuff like that, it's going to be, you know, the bites until you're full. Mm -hmm. But they don't cook for overage like right. we do here in the states a yeah, lot they yeah, don't wait for you to have four servings of food for one basically person. in japan it's single servings whereas here it's a family serving for one i mean let's be real most of us here have bought like the family size something and just sat there and ate it you know <laughs> i know i've done it more times than i should but it is what it is but according yeah. to royal host 
The policy went into effect on October 7th. Now, while certain items such as soup and raw foods are still on the no-take-home list, it's a big change for the chain and hopefully one that other restaurants will implement too. And I think that will be kind of good because you take it home, you're eating it, and you have a friend over there, like they want to know where you got it from. Hey, you got a brand new customer right there, so. Okay, not that out of the way. Are you now? We probably you said you wanted this article. It's all yours, my friend. Uh, yeah, the Yakuza are officially banned for giving kids Halloween candy by the Japanese government. Halloween has steadily been growing in popularity in Japan over the past few years, with the country adopting various customs and celebration stages. Cosplay, decoration around town, limited time sweets, trick-or-treating, though, is still something you only find in limited places, using, usually held during the day at neighborhood shopping streets or shopping centers. Or the headquarters of the Yamaguchi Gumi, or one of Japan's largest Yakuza clans. The criminal organization that handed out candy at Halloween at Kobe HQ since 2013, beckoning kids to step inside the gates and onto the grounds of their complex of calls of Happy Halloween <clears throat> and come in to get your candy. But local children will sweet tooth out to get their fix elsewhere this year, as Yamaguchi Gumi is now legally barred from giving sweets to trick or treaters. This weekend, a prefectural assembly of Hyogo, the prefecture Kobe is a part of, voted unanimously to revise the organized crime exclusion ordinances, adding provisions that make it illegal for a criminal organization to give gifts, money, monetary or otherwise, to minors, invite them on the grounds of their facilities, or correspond with them. Except, exceptions are made for legitimately justifiable reasons, hard quotes on that, <laughs> but handing out snacks in a blatant attempt to carry favor with young children doesn't cut it. It goes into effect on t October 26th, which is initially introduced for discussion in July, and comes yet to increase levels of gang violence in Yoko since last fall. And if they break this, they, get, they can get six months in jail or a fine of up to $500,000, which is about 4700 in a... 500000 yen, about $4,700. Mm. I would so love for that to be a a uh, thing in Yakuza that you, that you do. Mm-hmm. Kiryu-chan! Are you ready for Halloween? They can't, like, you know, we can't give out candy anymore. They just voted that, they just voted that down. Oh, can we give them knives? Oh, God. <laughs> You're not wrong, though! That's I mean, in America, we're worried about razor blades and needle or like guns in our candy. But in Japan, knives. See, um, that, see, that reminds me of, a, of like a meme. I will take all the knives. Thank of you course much. you would take all the knives. But this also reminds me of a meme I saw where it was like some local Fox affiliate said something about, you know, about finding um, about people giving away edibles as Halloween candy, and the follow oh, tweet was like, if, I, you, if, you really, like... "If you really think you know that's going to happen, yeah, okay." Ain't nobody giving away their edibles. Come <laughs> no, on, no way, not happening. Nope. I don't care what state you're in, legal or not. Nobody is going to go and buy edibles and think it's a great idea to give them out as Halloween candy. No body. Now, what about computer parts and computer systems? 
I honestly don't know. Why? I mean, okay, no, 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 no. This this was this actually what? happened last year. Uh, Linus from Linus Tech Tips. Here is a video. He he gave out computer parts and systems to kids on Halloween for trick or treating. It would completely Damn depend it. on what it was. Yeah. Um, because I'm sorry, when I'm a little kid, I don't care about anything but candy. But now you today's know, I, kids! I, I, I really dislike the people that gave out pennies. I really dislike the people that gave out, like, coupon books. Nobody wants wait, a wait, damn wait, 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 stop, stop. Wait, 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 well, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, no, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I just want damn candy. Hold up, hold up, hold up. There was a place near me that one family for, like, 20-some-odd years that they made candy apples for Halloween, and they... They constantly had a line that like go that go for miles for people to get them. Hold up! No, 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 no! What? Hold up! Hold yeah, up! Yeah, Ronma, what's up? What's up? Coupon books? That's what you're getting caught on. Yes! Um, I expected that. Ever, I... No, 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 no! Listen, have you ever gone to Wendy's and they have like you can get a coupon book for like five free, you know, salt, you know, small frosties? I know about Those that types of coupon books. I knew about that now, but as a kid. Ugh. Just too poor for that, you know, but... This is what a small frosty looks like. <laughs> Lord. I mean, yes, I like a frosty, but I have to go and purchase said <sighs> frosty. I don't care to do that. On Halloween night, I want to come home and make myself sick from candy. And now, when today's kids, today's kids, it's all about, you know, candy, money, and all this other stuff now. The time. Child lizard brain. Sugar, get, intake sugar, become hyper, enjoy hyperness. That is the cat, the, the, the child lizard brain that all they want for Halloween. I might have. I might have. I was thinking cat because I love cats more than children, but yeah. Yes, and when you get to a certain age, that candy does not make it home with you. <laughs> because you eat it while you're out. Or your parents and, take like the like the well, like the no, full size candy bars. That's when you realize that your parents are taking your candy, so you do not come home with it. <laughs> you either hide it or you eat it so that your parents cannot have any of it. My mom or, or, or if all the ways my parents fucked like, up, they never they never took any of my Halloween. Candy. No, no, no. My, no, my, my, my mom was took really good about mm. taking my Halloween candy, mm. so it got to a point that if I went out trick or treating, I brought home the candy that I did not want, and that was her candy. It got. I started taking my cousins, and I would start shuffling the candy. So when I got home, my mother wasn't getting all the good stuff. You know, by that time, I'm like, I would go. She get her. I go drop off my cousins and like you know, I took y'all trick or treating. So I, this is my share. This is my share. Put it back. Throw it in my bag and come home. And no one's the wiser. <laughs> the last year I went trick or treating, I was twenty, and yes, I was old as fuck, um, considering everything. But I went around with one of my friends who was younger, and basically the only thing we did we hit up all of my friends' houses, and they dumped all of their candy into my bag. So that they could walk around with me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was the extent of that last Halloween trick or treating that I did. So I got everybody's candy. You know, honestly, so candy is a big part of the holiday. But I, I lived in in one of those weird suburban blocks where it had like 
multiple like branches of neighborhood and then it connected with another neighborhood mm -hmm. and one of the big things i really liked about halloween was actually the uh, the haunted houses like there were some people in our neighborhood that just went balls to the wall when it came to halloween and they would do like the best haunted houses and you go you you need to come up to new york city dur during the holidays You've seen the photos. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And the best part is you don't even have to get out and walk around. You can just stay in the car and just watch from the sidelines like what me and Mako did last year after we were done walking around. Yeah. The bonus is that I used to be a haunter and a scarer. So I was one of those people that grabbed your hands, your feet, and screamed at you in the in the darkness. All right, we need to talk about that offline. But um, Yes, yeah, but anyway, because, let's move on. Yeah, yeah moving right along. Um, Mako-chan, I think this one's yours. Yes, it is. Uh, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> their <laughs> Japanese elementary teacher is busted for hiding his, uh, the students' shoes and writing dye on their belongings. So for the students at this particular elementary school in Tokyo, um, their teacher uh, had started stealing their belongings. The suspect is a 38-year-old... Um, male who stole three shoes from his students um, he was arrested in late September when questioned by the police he claimed that he had no idea and denied the charges however the shoes which for some reason were all right foot shoes were found in the teacher's staff room locker further investigation uncovered security camera footage of the teacher and interviews with his co-workers only incriminated him further. He was originally arrested when it was discovered that he had written die on a student's disaster prevention hat. He had also written you're gross on another student's painting set and was arrested for suspected vandalism. Uh, it also appears that he wasn't carrying out petty crimes because he hated the students, Rather, he hated his co-workers. He declared the stress that came from working with his fellow teachers pushed him into committing his weird crimes. I'm always the first teacher to arrive each morning. The other teachers don't do their jobs at all. Hiding the shoes was meant to be an added inconvenience for them. Although the police didn't elaborate in too much detail, the shoes apparently can no longer be used. Uh, we'll leave that up to your imagination. Mm. So this particular yes, teacher... Yes, please. I, yeah. I don't want to know what... This Too particular late. teacher has been working at the school since April of 2017, during which time over 100 items have been reported by students as missing or vandalized. Police are currently investigating to see if there is a possible relation to this particular teacher. Um... Yeah, not for nothing. If you don't like your coworkers, then you know, take it out on your coworkers, not on the kids. Mm-hmm. I've heard stranger. I feel like this is another case where we have to tell adults to behave themselves because children don't do them like the the what 
Adult judgment, bad. <laughs> there are just so many questions I have here. Exactly. When Tarantino is like, the fuck is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. All right, now, Ichigo. Or should we call you, uh, Chibi Kit Kat Chan? Kitokato-chan. Um, so I, I've posted in the chat, if you guys haven't heard this song before, it's just a funny song that makes fun of English and, and, and Japanglish and just like a pidgin language, basically, in, in English and Japanese mixed together. But uh, it's just the song I always think of whenever Kit Kats are mentioned. It just gets stuck in your head. However, I'm hoping that it uh, softens the blow of this news. So Japanese Kit Kats are shrinking. Nestle is saying that the previous size of the candy bar may have been too large for customers. I highly disagree. Mm. Twitter user uncovered the case of shrinkflation and chocolate lovers are not happy about it. Nobody does Kit Kats quite like Japan. Here they come in all sorts of unique varieties and flavors such as sakura, sake, and cough drop and they're even sold in post offices, where they're packaged in decorative boxes, perfect for sending to relatives or friends. Commonly available in multi-packs, or in this case in the United States, we call them fun size. Mm. Japanese Kit Kats are so small, you could have easily eaten half a dozen of them in one sitting. However, recently <laughs> it's come to light that they've now gotten even smaller after a tweet from Twitter user Narumi Kaya alerted everyone to the news. From the outside, the renewed standard Kit Kat pictured at the bottom image below doesn't appear to be any smaller than its forebear, but it's a trick of the air. Like uh, potato chips, um, there is a noticeable difference in the size of the actual product. The you renewed version weighs 10 grams or 0.35 ounces. That's a different of difference of two whole grams, which equates to 17% less chocolate. In their findings, uh, they had a ton of images uh, comparing the differences. And Kit Kat fans were sad to see their beloved chocolate had shrunk, leaving comments like, whoa, that's almost a fifth of the chocolate gone in one hit. This is heartbreaking. I swear, lots of sweets in Japan are shrinking these days. A sad sign of Japan's economic state. I wonder how tiny Kit Kats will be in the future. Looks like they had to choose between raising prices or reducing the amount. Narumi Kaya says the tweet they posted online wasn't pointing fingers at Kit Kat or Nestle for the change. As the lover of Kit Kats, Narumi Kaya sees this as a reflection of the wider social problem, tweeting, First of all, consumption must increase and the market must be activated. Close the gap between the rich and poor and raise wages for workers. Stabilize employment by making a regular employment regular. Reduce the burden on low-income earners, and whenever disposable income increases, consumption will increase. If every and each citizen has the economic power to withstand price increases, companies will naturally stop shrinkflation. It's a sentiment many online agreed with, and as people debated the reason for shrinkflation and raised concern about its knock-on effects, a, resident, a representative from Nestle was later quoted as saying, for some time, many consumers have said they are concerned about calories and want to hold back on their sugar intake. From September 2020, we adjusted the recipe to switch part of the sugar to soy milk okara, or lease powder, 
and change the serving to be bite-sized so that people who are concerned about calories can easily enjoy it. In the case of a standard Kit Kat Mini, the weight was reduced from 11.6 grams to 9.9 grams. Nestle Japan actually sent out a press release with details of the renewed Kit Kat on the 1st of September, where it established the weight change and showed the decrease as well as the affected range or collection of chocolates, which in this case is going to be original, otona no amasa, or adult sweetness, otona no amasa matcha, which is green tea flavored, otono no amasa koi, or strong matcha, otono no amasa strawberry, and hojicha. Um, these flavors are much more popular in Japan, but you can get them at multiple markets here in the States. The new commercial for renewed Kit Kats highlights the fact that they now contain 10% less sugar, but it's because they contain 5% less bar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nestle representatives said the company is aware of complaints from consumers due to the smaller size, but they maintain that the change was implemented in response to customer feedback. Uh, and the conventional product size might be too large. Um, the product size was also highly evaluated. And while Nestle is yet to reveal whether or not they'll be taking a knife to Japan's huge roster of regional and seasonal Kit Kat flavors in the future, we'll be stocking up on them over the winter just in case. At least that's what they say on Sora News 24. Um, Bad choice of words considering we were talking about the Yakuza earlier. Mm. Oh my gosh. I mean, Halloween, <laughs> get your Kit Kats now, right? Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of sad that they are reducing the amount, but at the same time, I feel like that's just affecting the consumers in Japan. I know for some of the, like, miniature packs, sometimes they have, like, the bite-sized ones that are a single serving, and then they're packaged. I, it's weird, but I feel like it's not going to change um, American consumer mm -hmm. habits. Gotcha. So buy your chocolate, I guess, but, you know, be an, an educated consumer with it. Um, in the chat, we have uh, Seattle Beauty going, no, I, I agree. And then uh, <laughs> VX8 uh, uh, saying, can't break off a piece of that because it's just that. And yeah. uh, very true, sir, very true. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm disappointed that Kit Kats are shrinking in Japan, um, but... I am hopeful that they will leave their full roster of flavors because they have so many. And if you haven't had a chance to, definitely try and check out any flavor you can that comes out of Japan. Um, yeah, and I hope that you guys enjoyed the music video I shared with you. Well, on that note, shall we wrap it up? Yes. Yeah, definitely. We've definitely ran longer than intentional. Whoops. Wait, hold on. There we go. So if you like the show, tell a friend. The intern will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. So what we tell you what we like and don't like, we're basically telling you straight up. So, you know, that's how we are. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. And don't forget to check out our website at animejamsession.com where we will post our weekly podcast, but you'll also find our convention reports, anime reviews, cosplay interviews, cosplayer tips and tricks, anime reviews, editorials, plus you'll find a link to our Facebook page full of convention photos, and our YouTube page, which 
is still up, thankfully, full of con convention video coverage. So definitely check them all out at AnimeJamSession.com. And if you like this episode and you want to check out some of our older ones, go for it. You can find us on Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Apple Podcasts. Just search Anime Jam Session. You'll find over 470 plus episodes. And if you like it, leave a little five-star review. We'll greatly appreciate that. And also, on top of appreciation, you know, we're on Streamlabs, uh, Ko-Fi, the Bit system. I have to get around and set that up. But, you know, head over to ko-fi.com slash anime jam session or streamlabs.com slash anime jam session. Throw us a tip. You know, we'd appreciate that. And you can find us on social media, youtube.com slash anime jam session for convention videos, twitter.com anime jam session for everything else and facebook.com slash anime jam session for our convention photos so now we're gonna go around the room for last words last words ari i should probably put a paper towel on this before i go to bed so it doesn't bleed out and stain my sheets because it, it won't get clean it won't come out if that's the case gotcha last words mako-chan i need an eight hour nap mm. last words ichigo and uh, we're back to sewing. Woohoo! Mm. My last words. Um, I am. Pro I'm gonna have to take the picture of the, of the Yukina figurine and post it online. Well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, brand new stories, a little more chaos and camaraderie. But that's what we're here for, and that's what we love. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Makachan. And I'm Ichigo. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Bye. All right. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Say good night, Ichigo. Good night, Ichigo. Well, that's it. Perfect. We're out of here. See you next week. Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!